Welcome to the Payments Unpacked podcast. I'm Mike Chambers and this podcast focuses on a moment of decision. A moment of decision is a noun. It's defined as a climatic, a decisive or critical moment in an event or period. With the Payment Systems Regulator, or the PSR, stating in its recently published 2023-24 plan that it is keen to see progress on delivery of the MPA without further delay and the potential for the white smoke of a vendor decision in the coming weeks, it really is a moment of decision for the proposed new payment architecture in the UK. A key element of the PSR's latest work programme is the proposed new payment architecture. And as we approach the end of the first third of 2023, it is clear that we have reached a climatic, decisive and critical moment for the MPA. Earlier this year, Shane Warman, the Pay.UK's MPA programme director, said, We are now in a strong position going into 2023. In quarter one and quarter two, we will be evaluating our vendor submissions before working to gain regulatory approval for our vendor when selected and assessing what that will mean in terms of the technical design, regulatory requirements and business perspectives. From this, we can assume that Pay.UK's vendor decision has now been made and the process to gain regulatory approval, in effect a non-objection decision by the PSR and the Bank of England will begin. From these discussions happening in private, it is likely that there will be some months before a decision is made public. And although greatly anticipated, it is, however, unlikely that the announcement, when it comes, will emulate the Vatican's use of white or black smoke emerging from a chimney. However, the recently published PSR annual plan does provide some helpful insights into the regulatory focus we can expect to see over the coming 12 months. Firstly, it is clear that new payment architecture 1.0 will, in reality, be Faster Payments 2.0. The original scope was for a new platform for faster payments, BACs, comprising of direct debit and direct credit, and checks. Some time ago, checks were quietly descoped, and then in late 2021, a faster payments first direction was placed on pay.uk. The PSR's annual plan certainly reinforces this view of a narrow focus MPA 1.0. And it says the MPA programme is an industry initiative to provide technical infrastructure that will renew and upgrade the faster payment system and a future-proof account-to-account payment services in the UK. It should also allow these payments to meet a broader range of needs by providing a robust and sustainable infrastructure where innovation and competition can thrive. The PSR's annual plan calls for progress on the MPA without delay. The genesis of the MPA concept is perhaps difficult to determine. However, the definition of and commitment to the MPA was very clear by July 2017 when the Payment Strategy Forum published its blueprint for the future of UK payments. The formation of the New Payment System Operator, or NPSO, in September 2017 and the NPSO's subsequent rebrand to Pay.UK in October 2018 were explicit building blocks put in place to ensure that the MPA would be delivered. 
Some six years later, and noting the regulator's intervention to both simplify the procurement and raise the capability within Pay.UK's MPA programme, it is perhaps not surprising that the PSR's annual plan twice states, we are now keen to see progress on delivery without further delay. These are strong words for a regulator. The PSR's stated position is that it remains committed to supporting and overseeing the delivery of the MPA, believing that if delivered well, the MPA will provide better value and give people and businesses a more effective choice of payment options. It states that the PSR expects the MPA to foster innovation and strengthen competition in payment services and between payment systems. The PSR's annual plan states that through 2022, the regulator engaged closely with Pay.UK and the companies bidding to supply the central, central infrastructure, making their expectations clear and examining how they intend to comply with the PSR's regulatory framework. The PSR's annual plan also highlights the latest MPA scope change. In the MPA, the story so far portion of the PSR's annual plan, you'll, write, you'll find reference to Pay.UK asking the PSR in December 2022 if Pay.UK could procure two items of additional functionality to help some payment service providers migrate their faster payments transactions to the MPA and also to provide additional system and user benefits. The two items of additional functionality referred to as the file gateway and message ingress. These two components would operate as part of the NPA Central Infrastructure Service or CIS and would enable submissions of batches of payments to the CIS using either payment files or ISO 20022 multi-payment messages. In March 2023, the PSR announced that it had considered Pay.UK's proposals and had decided not to object to the inclusion of the additional functionality. The PSR's annual plan states that we can expect the regulator's MPA role over the next 12 months to be review, monitor and engage. Taking each of those in turn, reviewing the MPA's proposed design, funding model, business case and underlying CIS contract. And the objective here is to ensure that the MPA will meet the regulatory expectations and provide benefits for people and businesses. The PSR expects to monitor Pay.UK's development of its strategy on the future of BACs and engage with Pay.UK and the chosen CIS provider following the completions of the competitive procurement on how they intend to comply with the regulatory framework and begin assessing their compliance statements. It is, of course, easy to question why the MPA actually matters. Processing circa 10 billion payments per annum, it's easy to see why the BACs and faster payment systems are so important to the smooth functioning of the UK's economy. For over 50 years, we have enjoyed the resilience, reliability and overall performance of these payment systems. In light of this, I'm often asked why the MPA matters so much and what could we expect from a new consolidated platform? Well, here's what the PSR think. 
by promoting innovation and strengthening competition in payment services and between payment systems, the MPA can help provide better value and a more effective choice of payment options for people and businesses. It can also improve the resilience of payments and by enabling payment messages to include more data to help reduce fraud. Of course, you wouldn't expect a regulator's annual plan that supports the overarching five-year strategy to approach the MPA in isolation. And helpfully, the PSR have explained how they envisage their regulatory focus on MPA will support the wider PSR strategy. Firstly, they think it will ensure that users can use the payment service and rely on, they rely on and have effective payment options. That the MPA can ensure people and businesses are sufficiently protected when using UK's payment systems. And that the MPA will promote competition between and within payment systems and in payment services. And finally, that the MPA will act to ensure that the interbank systems provide infrastructure, rules and incentives that foster innovation and competition. So after a number of MPA discussion years behind us, and with the payment systems regulator keen to see progress on delivery without further delay, and the potential for the white smoke of a vendor decision in the coming weeks, it really is MPA's moment of decision. Today's Payments Unpacked podcast is brought to you by SurePay. Supporting over 40 banks and over 215 corporates makes SurePay the largest confirmation of pay vendor in the UK and the EU. They're there to help with a quick implementation and have a cost-effective package to suit every payment service provider. If you want to have confirmation of pay implemented, it pays to get started now. Visit surepay.co.uk for more information. Thank you for listening to this Payments Un podcast. I'm Mike Chambers and this is the MPA's Moment of Decision. Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app and also subscribe to the Payments Unpacked newsletter at payments-unpacked.com.